What's up, fuck fam? Family. Wow, we got wow. some some cutie over here to the right. <laughs> we do. Whoa. Today we have Fumi on our podcast. Fumi, would you like to introduce yourself? Hello, fuck fam. Uh, <laughs> if I'm allowed to call you that, I just met you. Everyone's uh, so confused. They're like, fuck fam? Fuck fam. Uh, what's up? Thanks for having me. You want me to just introduce myself right yeah. off the bat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, right off the bat, we'll start at zero to hundred. What's up? Uh, I'm Fumiabe. I'm a Midwestern Asian stand-up comedian, writer, uh, host of the Asian That Asian podcast. Uh, new to LA, fucking here to talk about fucking fuck fam shit, man. Welcome, welcome to the toxic city. To- yeah, most toxic yeah, you city in the world. <laughs> There's yeah. a lot. Of, I feel like in the, in the pre-interview, you're like, oh, was it was it toxic for you? Like you're mentioning toxic every other sentence. I'm like, what podcast is this? <laughs> We're about to get canceled. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's our that's our goal is to get canceled. We want to yeah, just yeah, like yeah. we, we want to polarize as many people as possible. Yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's how you that's how you get known, right? For sure, for sure. <laughs> I mean, you're a comedian, so you probably say some really like edgy stuff, right? Uh, no, I mean, (laughs) I'm like a a nice boy comedy. I mean, like I have some stuff, but like, you know, I don't, I don't enjoy like offending people. You know what I'm saying? So like, if it's something I'm very passionate about, I'll like stand by it, you know, but like, I'm not going to pull like a Dave Chappelle and go off on trans people for like 20 minutes for no reason. You know what I mean? That's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you are a comedian. I am a comedian. Yeah. what, What type of comedian? Like. Uh, I do stand-up comedy. That's sort of my main thing. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I'm also a TV writer, so I also write comedy and scripts and stuff like that. Ooh, what do you write for? Uh, I write for The Lately Show with James Corden, Whoa, which I feel like very... The, is there any brand synergy between James Corden and your podcast? I feel yeah. like it's... Brand synergy? Uh, I don't know. I mean, he is a like a middle-aged white guy. Yeah, and he's we so cute. Are, uh, like younger Asian girls. So yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. He could be our sugar daddy. There is we that- go. Yeah. That's it. That's, that's it. That's the, that's, that's the link. That's the link. That's the link. That's the link. That's the. We should get James to come on as a sugar daddy. <laughs> sugar daddy, James. If James. You're this, we need some money. James, you know you want some of this. Yeah. Okay. Asian. Behave. 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 Okay, that's my boss. Behave. Oh, sorry. 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 About that. Fired. Wait. So you ghostwrite for James Corden, but not for me? Not ghostwriting. My name is on the fucking show. Oh, I don't think you understand what ghostwriting is. <laughs> Can I just say, this is how shameless Jade is, okay? We have Fumi come on. We're doing the pre-interview. And right as we're about to come on, Jade goes, hey, Fumi, will you ghostwrite for me? I want to be a stand-up comedian. Which is insane because you're like a famous OnlyFans content creator. And I'm like a I'm like a depressed thirties straight Asian guy comedian. Like, like you're what? you can write. Like that's what I need. I needed someone to like she flow my ideas. She doesn't come up with her own material. Is what she's saying. <laughs> yes. She Crazy. wants you to put it in her mouth so she can regurgitate. <laughs> yes. Put it in my mouth, Fumi, I mean, please. All right. Okay. Everybody needs to behave. We're, this is too horny already. It's been two minutes. I, we just met. <laughs> Well, it's your energy. I'm just, okay. just saying oh, yeah. so. Oh, yeah. You bring oh, yeah. out the best Air Force Fumi. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Let's. Well, we can talk about ghostwriting later. Yeah. Okay. You can, okay. Tell, you can tell me about your life story, and, uh, and I'll see how relatable I could be to a half Asian OnlyFans model. I'm sure you yeah, can. Yeah. 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 yeah I'm yeah, sure yeah. we'll have lots for of sure, fun. For sure. For sure. <laughs> but as a comedian, I'm, I'm curious. Like, how do you come up with your material? Because we are we're OnlyFans creators. How do you also like, with your- <laughs> but also like you know like we're only fans creators so we're trying to understand how a comedian comes up with his content and yeah. then we'll share about how we come up with our content. okay yeah. that's a i think you answering that question is way more interesting but i'll go on okay. uh how do i come with my i mean I, I i think you know there's different types of like comedy styles and i think 
okay, like the, there's one called like observational comedy, which is like the Jerry Seinfeld, right? He doesn't really talk about his life. He just talks about like, why is this stop sign weird? Like, why is this, you know, why is this salt and pepper shaker like all fucked up? Or like, uh, why okay. is my wife doing this? That's called like observational comedy. So it's like, it's not really about him. It's not very personal. Yeah. Um, I'm the opposite of that. I think it's because I just, you know, I grew up in Ohio. Like I'm an, I'm, a, I'm an immigrant, you know, grew up in like a predominantly white neighborhood. So like I talk a lot about my life and like the sort of way I, I see the world. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like I've tried different things, but I feel like my brand of comedy is like horny, but educational is sort of what I've come oh, up with. Yeah. Horny. Like, like I'm like, I'm talking about fleshlights, but I'm really talking about the book Pachinko. You know what I'm saying? That's sort of my vibe. Can you give us a oh. little uh, teaser? I'm not going to do a bit. I'm really curious about how flashlights and pachinko because I have read like half of it. It's just an example. But yeah. I feel like I through like me being horny, uh. I, I try to dissect. <laughs> I try to dissect like race relations and like stuff like that, you know. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Race relations through being horny. Yeah, man. Okay. Yeah. I feel like that's. That, that's interesting. If you can really, like, if you can really break it down and actually make that connection, that's very impressive. 100%. Awesome. 100%. Okay, so you, you, so your experience is not observational, but more based on, like, personal anecdotes. Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's how I come up with it. How do you guys come up with your content? Uh, okay, so for me personally, um, I do a lot. I watch a lot of porn. Same. Like, a lot. Um, and I... And it's not just like positions and like how to like what's the best way to have sex. I think I already have that down pretty well, not to like toot my own. Flex, flex, like, flex, flex. flex. But it's like things like, you know, storyline. Like, <laughs> like stop, try, stop. I try to understand the psychology behind it. For example, like, you know, if I want to do, let's say I want to do like a all girl, like, group like gangbang scene like i want to research as many of those as i can to see like what kind of storylines lead up to that like what can i like what can i incorporate within like my my scene to make it like you know sexy to people or like interesting to people because what i found on my only fans is that um before like i do like a like you know like a short scene or whatever i usually have like some skit that leads up to it and like the more interesting that skit is, the more people buy that people. Wait a second, this is fascinating. What what are you talking about? Give me an example. Like what's like like how and also how long is a skit? Because you know like sometimes you're listening to like R and B albums and like there is a skit at the in the beginning. Yeah. You know like some guy getting into a car or whatever yeah. and they're arguing yeah. or whatever. I like it when it's like 15 seconds long. But if it's like three minutes long, I'm like get to the fucking song. You yeah. Know, like like how does that? How do you? Okay. Do you so for example, like let's say I do like a, like a solo like scene like oh like you know I'm like playing with myself right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I'll have like a, like a minute and a half beforehand where it's kind of like a diary style. I'm like, hey guys, it's you know, 12 o'clock at night, I'm editing for my podcast right now. You know, like, look, there's Timothy Delegato, like in my editing ah, software. Yeah, 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 and I'm yeah. like, oh, like, I'm so tired right now. And, uh, but I feel so horny. And, like, <laughs> and then like, I, start ta- I start taking off my clothes. I'm like, oh, like, I'm so, okay. I'm so hot right now. And then, you know, and then like I clip that and I put it on my timeline and I'm like, hey guys, this, this is what happened at 12 o'clock last night. And then like unlock the, unlock the full video and it's right, like, a, right. you know, a solo video. Yeah. Stuff like that. Like, I love that. That, that gets me I love that. But I feel like that's, you know, do, do you put, do you, and I'm not, I'm not shitting on what you just said, but like, do you need to put a lot of thought into that? Because like, uh, it sounds to me like you just kind of, you can, <laughs> the turn is, mm, I'm horny. So you could just be really doing anything. True. Like, I could be doing anything. You but could be doing your taxes and be like, ooh, I, I got a nice return and I'm wet. <laughs> I, you know I, I mean? could. Wow. Yeah. That's a good one. You could use that. See, he's ghost ready. <laughs> it's tax season. Yeah. April. He's April is tax season. You know, April 15th. Yeah. Do a special. There <laughs> I, you go. Do, do. I think I got to do this slowly. <laughs> yeah. Recently, <laughs> I've been getting more into like, um, so I've been 
on TikTok, I've kind of branded myself into like the stepsis category. Yeah. So I'm doing more like step bro, stepsis content yeah, that's, that's now. That's real in right now. I yeah, get that. it is very yeah. in. Yeah. So there's different situational step bro things that um, I look up now. So like I'll just look up step bro content and there's obviously like stuck in the dryer. But then there's also <laughs> like, you know, like my, my step bro won't let me watch the TV and I have to get yeah, the remote yeah, control yeah. back, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, so things like that, that, that are just... But I think that the general idea is like these different situations get me horny and now I need to like, you know, like do something about my horniness. So you're sure, right. The general sure. thing is. Yeah. Yeah. I love those like uh, the stepsister getting stuck things because like in the beginning I was like, I was just kind of funny. And then it was like kind of hot for a while, but I feel like now it's like overdone. And I know it's overdone because the other day I saw somebody get stuck. Um like under like a coffee table or something. And I was like, have we gone all the way down to coffee tables? Uh, like yeah. it's, you could just lift it. Like people are running out of items to get stuck in. So I, I love it. Uh, I think yeah. it's very trendy. And that's great. I'm going to write the wave. Do you, do you, are you into step? Yeah, actually you're into step. Bro I'm the step bro right? stuff too. Yeah. yeah. I think most people are you are. into it or is it just like on your homepage and you're like, I like sex. So I watch it. Oh, it's like, definitely like a fantasy. Really? Yeah, yeah. Because like, it's so like, bad but so good yeah it feels so right and it's also like (laughs) the idea of having your mom marry someone and then like like and having like a hot like guy your age just like move into your place right so convenient instant wetness interesting splash that's so interesting i feel like um let me ask you this i feel when you watch porn yeah do you have like specific people you follow that you like not specific no. people. I don't actually like watching famous people. I don't like watching porn stars. I like more. I either like very it, like um, foreign stuff. So Japanese stuff I really like. Mm-hmm. I actually like it when I don't really understand the context. No, I, I like the storyline, but I, I like it when I don't really understand like what they're saying, but I can still know what's going on. Like if like a woman is cheating on her husband, like I know exactly, I know what's going yeah, on, but yeah, like yeah. I don't exactly like understand oh, what that's they're interesting. saying completely. Yeah. 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 That's, Japanese porn is, is solid. It's I, Japanese porn is always a good like palate cleanser. If you get <laughs> palate cleanser, because I feel like, yes, Pornhub is good. Stepsister is good. You know, yeah. whatever. Like there's all these people like Owen Gray and like Alex Adam, whatever, like this shit's good, you yeah. know, but then like it just gets a little repetitive also because I feel porn has like a huge, like racial problem where like a, a lot of people are just white, you know, there's a yeah. lot of people are white. Yeah. And in fact, like I, <laughs> my friend and I were talking about this other day. We're like, we just want to see some like Asian American porn, not Japanese porn, not <laughs> porn from Korea, but like my friend Rebecca Park from school, like, can wow. she fuck? You know, like there's no, there's not <laughs> a lot of like, there aren't a ton of like Asian American porn things. You know there's what I'm not, there's not. I mean, sure. There are like, there's like also here and that type of people, yeah. but they're pretty big and yeah. they're not really fucked. The, you know, I, I don't want to see the overproduced like browsers. That oh, kind you want to see the amateur stuff. Well, you should sub to my only, do you That's what I'm saying. Yeah. To my Can I be honest with you? Yeah. I didn't know who the fuck you were when you messaged me. Yeah. So, and I saw you were only fans uh-huh. and I saw that you had like a free thing. <laughs> so I subscribed. <laughs> Your videos are so expensive. <laughs> and I was like, no. <laughs> I didn't watch anything. I don't. I, I was like, "Who is this girl?" And I was like, 99 dollars." All right, whatever. <laughs> Researching. 
I was researching. I was researching. I hope that's not weird. But no, it's not weird. Uh, I'll I'll throw you a free. Stuff. You know, you don't have to do that. I, I know. I know. I don't have to, but I want to. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll drop the link after. Gonna be honest. One of her fans on the podcast, she, she like subscribed to her Patreon, yeah. and then and then she's also an OnlyFans oh, creator, man. and she's like, "This is for Fumi because he's too horny," and she <laughs> sent me a one month subscription to her OnlyFans, yeah, which specializes too. in anal. So um, wow, yeah. Yeah, yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. Maybe if you go straight for Jade, she'll give you the free OnlyFans That'd subscription. Nice. Yeah, yeah, we can, we can yeah. work out some sort of. Yeah, there's some, some sort, sort of deal plan. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's not why I came on to do this podcast, by the way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, but speaking of like content creating, I do have a funny story about like one of just like the like the weird things that's happened to me as an OF content creator. So I was at the airport uh, a couple weeks ago, and I was I lost my AirPods, so I had my earphones plugged into my phone mm. like through my phone and i also was on my laptop and i was doing research on my laptop and i was obviously on Pornhub, and i was looking at porn and <clears throat> i was playing it through my speakers and i forgot that my headphones were plugged into my phone and not into my computer so i thought i was listening through my headphones oh but it just started playing it just started playing yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah, i was yeah, wondering yeah, yeah. why as i was pressing the volume louder, <laughs> that it wasn't getting louder in my headphones so i kept turning it up i was like why are my headphones working and i looked down at my phone and i realized it's plugged into my phone and people are looking at me around i'm like oh like i must be pretty and then i realized so no funny. they're fucking looking no, no, at no, me because no. i'm blasting gangbang gangbang it was gangbang because i wanted to i was like i was like trying to do a gangbang video i was i was wondering about a gangbang video wow. but a girl version because like i only shoot with like one specific person mm -hmm. as far as like boy girl content goes right um but for like for so i wanted to look into all girl gangbangs uh -huh. and i was specifically looking that up and i literally so i had an hour before my plane got there and i literally had to go to another section and wait for my wait for my flight because I didn't want to sit there around all those people. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. This is like one of the. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I, I love that. Did, did people say anything, or they were just kind of? No, they just looked. They they just looked at me, but they were really. I, I felt like they they looked for a while, and then I think when they realized what I was doing, they like. They they looked away and just like you know like they they realized how embarrassing. But it you was know what? Me. In your defense, I feel like. <laughs> you look like you'd be watching Gangbang at an airport. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't mean that in a bad way, but like, if if I was doing like, if I was doing that, you know, I think they would call the cops for sure. You know, but like, hey, you're an Asian girl, you have blonde hair. You know what I'm saying? Which means you do you're anal. Freaky. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, does wait, does that? That's that's like my I, I always like that's like my joke that I always do or like with along my my friends in New York is like if if you meet an Asian girl who has blonde hair if they do anal that's like sort of a that's not false I think there's a correlation I don't think it's one to one obviously uh I do do anal but it's not yeah. like my preferred way of penetration do you, that's okay yeah do you do anal I've never done it before oh yeah only oh, wow. the finger only the finger right? yeah 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 like yeah. half a finger do you do you like <laughs> anal I've never done anal um, to anybody or to yourself. That, yes, I would like to try it, but I would I need to be with somebody who's like very confident at it because I I know that there's a lot of like bodily fluids and cleaning and shit that needs to be involved, you yeah. know. So like I I the first I would need someone to like sort of hold my hand and like show me how to how to do it. Would you yeah. hold his hand, Cat? Uh, would I hold his hand while Guys. he does anal with somebody? <laughs> <laughs> Just sure. physically, like I'm yeah. scared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> does Moral it go support. in there? <laughs> oh my god, it feels good. <laughs> Like, no, <laughs> you wait for me outside. <laughs> I came. Okay, I came. Um, I saw. I conquered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay, so. well, I, you'll probably end up doing it. Um, yeah, soon. maybe. Yeah, at, at some point. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, 
going away from the sex stuff yeah. and to a little bit more serious topic, yeah. I really am curious. So as an Asian comedian, um, with your Asian comedy content, like how do you feel about uh, Asian people relying more on like Asian stereotypes and, and incorporating that into their comedy? Um, so many thoughts. I think... I'll say this. Uh, I think a lot of like Asian people on the internet are like, I don't know if it's a lot or it just seems to be on YouTube at least. Like they're like looking for sh things Asian comedians to shit on, you know. Uh -huh. And I don't, I don't know what that is. I don't know if it's because they're unhappy with their job and they're jealous that somebody else gets to do something more fun for them. I don't know what the fuck it is, but like every time. I put anything on st my stand-up or whatever on TikTok or whatever it is. Yeah. I always get Asian, like mad Asian dudes being like, you know, like, oh, this guy's like, you know, misrepresenting us or whatever the fuck it is. Mm. E even if I'm not even talking about being Asian, right, you know? Right, right. So like, I will say as an Asian comedian, you're like always being judged in your community. And I find that so fucking annoying mm. uh, because I feel like part of progress is just accepting all types of comedian, right? If you're white, there are a lot of white comedians who are really hack and like doing... Uh, dumb jokes that are not funny, like dad jokes, you know? Yeah. And there's also, like, comedians who are extremely funny. There's, you get to be all kinds. And I think with Asian, like, you're just always under a microscope, so that's annoying. But to answer your question, um, I, I'm a firm believer. Like, I just like, I love comedy in general as a concept. And so, like, if you, if you start a joke with, like, my mom made me go to Kumon or whatever. Like, I love math. I'm not going to judge you. I'm going to be like, because I don't think there's, like, this is actually a Louis C.K. quote, and like I know we're not supposed to quote him right now, but he always said, there's no such thing as a hack premise. There's only hack executions, which means there's no hack like setups to a joke, right? If your joke is like, Asian guys have small dicks, all right? I'm like, okay, cool. Where are you going to go with that, right? Uh, so if huh. you have a really interesting take on it, like my friend Brian Yang has a funny joke about how like the stereotype is that Asian guys have small dicks. Right. And he's like, I don't know if that's true or not, but I also know Asian. there are more Asian people than any other people on this planet. Mm -hmm. So we may have the smallest dicks, but we also have the most dicks, right? <laughs> That's super funny. That's Brian Yang's joke. That's a very funny take on a, f a very common stereotype, right? Yeah. And he's not necessarily saying it's true, but like that's, that's an example of like a very good joke on a hack premise. So like, if you open with an accent, whatever it is, I don't judge you. I, right. I, ju I only go, ugh, if the execution is is lazy, right? If your punchline is like, because I'm Asian and I'm good at math, then it's like, you didn't really give this joke a lot of thought, right? Yeah. So that's only when it bothers me. Yeah. But then like, does it really bother me? There's so many bad comedians out there. I'm just like, I don't care. You do you. Do you. you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't yeah. think that person's misrepresenting me or Asians. I think there's a lot of Asian comedians out there right now. Yeah. So that, it, I think it would have been different like five years ago. Yeah. Maybe he was misrepresenting us five years ago, but now there's so many Asian content creators and comedy, entertainment, stuff like that, that like, I have confidence in the audience to not laugh at that and, and then therefore he's bombing and therefore hopefully he doesn't get booked again you know what i'm saying what if what if okay what if jade's uh like okay let's say jade does stand up right mm. let's say i'm ghostwriting for you jade okay yeah. let's go and we and i write you this character right mm -hmm. your character is you are an attendant at a happy ending massage parlor place okay right yeah that's like a very common asian stereotype sure. but like and you do the asian accent and you go through these like a bunch of like funny scenarios like, would you think that's, I mean, and I'm sure if you did that stand up, there would be like, uh, what is it called? Uh, justice, a uh, justice for social justice warriors just like coming at you. Right. I feel like, I feel like, yeah, because I feel like it's kind of like a toxic deaf archetype of what Asian people are. Yeah. But like, 
Well, I mean, if that's your character and your joke is that you're just giving hand jobs, if that's the joke, but it could be like comment, like social commentary. On that's like, the thing. So yeah. what's like? So that's your base, right? Yeah. So that's fine. Uh-huh. But if it's social commentary, then like, yeah, you have to add more to it. Like again, like I, unfortunately, not even not even unfortunately, there are a lot of Asian massage people who yeah. work in parlors who give hand jobs. That's yeah. a fact. If you want to play play around with that premise, I think that is totally fine, right? Okay. Again, if the if the punchline is like. I like white guys or what the fuck it is. It's like, okay, that's lame. But yeah. like, I mean, I don't, I'm trying to think I, of like, I'm literally thinking of like a social, what can she do? Like, like, I don't, is she like edging? Is, does she not make the white guys come for reparations? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, is there like, yeah. or like that's, yeah, like her or, way of, yeah, or like, does she charge white people more? Uh, does she only see Asian guys? Or I don't know. I mean, it's like you know, there are like things you can play with. These are, these are bad ideas, but you know what I'm saying? Like, if you give her an extra dimension, that's really interesting. Yeah, then that um, would be. Or like you know, a, a, tip, a, a typical way to make a comedy character is you take a job and then you put something, um, you mix something that has nothing to do with related to it, right? So you feel like if you're if you're an Asian hand job massage person, yeah, but she's also studying for the LSATs, right? That's yeah. a character. So like as she giving the as she's giving the hand job, you know, maybe she's doing things that are related to like the she's law. She's doing logic games. She's, she's doing logic <laughs> games or like she maybe the way she's talking about her client's penis is she's doing that like LSAT thing where it's like, you I know, flower it. is to wall as well. you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Like like that's this is a dumb example, but yeah. you know what I mean? Like so if you add that, then that's funny to me because it's not about that massage person, right? Uh, now it's about this random thing you made, this character you made okay. up who's not real. But it's just funny to put those things together, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't really. I know there's a lot of haters on the internet. A lot, of, especially with comedians, I don't like that energy. I'm super open-minded. I think every premise could be funny. So that's sort of how I view Asian jokes, you know. Yeah. So if and and also like, you have to understand like comedy is a really cool way to discover who you are, and it was a huge part of my identity journey. Mm-hmm. And I talked a lot about being Asian. I, it wasn't. I don't. I don't think it was stereotypical. It was sort of like about my life, mm-hmm. but. People had to like I I want to thank all the audience members who let me experiment with that you know who let me be so that I could figure out who I am you know like if that's something that you're thinking about a lot like your Asian American identity you should fucking joke about it and figure it out what it means to you and I think that's like a really fucking cool thing you know so that's sort of what I think about Asian comedy in general valid yeah what do you what do you think Jade do you Oh well, well. When you guys were saying about the massage story, I have a mas- I have a massage story. I have a. I was waiting for this. <laughs> okay, so I lived in China for about a year. Oh yeah. And I used to get a lot of like oil massages. My mom would take me to these like massage parlors, right? Yeah. And I had this um, old Chinese guy like like massage me. Um, the first time he didn't use oil, so he told me like, "Oh, next time you come in, let me give you oil." So I'm like, "Okay, sure." Wait, how just... old were you? I was like 20. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Literally okay. like uh, 20. Just on the, the dot. your act out made it look like you were a toddler for some reason. So I was like, "Okay, let me." Well, just... I was young. I went to the. I went with my mom first, and then okay, the old okay. guy was like, "Come back, I'll give you like an oil rub okay. next time." Age yeah, of yeah, consent. Yeah, like, yeah age okay. of consent. Okay. okay. So then, so he, not... was he hot? He was like maybe like in his forties. He wasn't hot. Like he was okay, just okay, like okay. really good with his hands. Okay, okay, okay. So, so I went like two days later because like yo, what is this? I alone, get alone, 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 the- alone without my mom this okay, time. Okay, so you wanted it. <laughs> so, okay, okay. So then, so then he started like oil massage. You take off like all your clothes, right? Yeah, yeah. You? Yeah. So I took off all my clothes. He's like, okay, you make sure you like you just take everything off. I'll cover you with a little towel. This is fucking porn. I've seen some <laughs> Japanese porn. So okay, go, so then so then he starts like going like really close to like my thighs area. Yeah, like yeah, he was yeah. like trying to tease me. Like he was trying yeah, to like yeah, get yeah. me horny. Yeah. And then um. It is Japanese. Wait, but he went, you, yeah. did, did, at this point, like 
Did you know going in that something might happen? Or were you just like, he's a nice guy. He wants to give me a nice massage with oil. I was naive. You were naive. I was naive. Okay, because you had no no idea that that's what his intention was. Yeah, so I was like super naive. So so, uh, he went like really close to that area. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, he would just like start fingering me. Jade. Wait. Yeah. Oh my oh. god. Emotional. This is wait, yeah. this is uh Jade. this is this is assault. Yeah. Oh my that's, gosh. Oh my god. But then I, I came from it. Oh the thing I know, is but it I doesn't came. okay. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you came from it. That's, and then and then afterwards he says like, oh Nikai Shinama. So that means like, oh, so are you happy now? And I was like, Yes, yes, so, okay, I'm happy so, now. Oh like, my so god. Want, okay. This <laughs> oh is my a god. lot to unpack here. I did honestly guys. We did. We did not expect this. Can you give her a hug? Jesus Christ! This is I'm okay. crazy. I'm okay. Like it's, it was fine. I, I was not like. Um, Look, I'm not gonna tell you how to feel, it? but holy shit! I know. Guys, I'm sweating right now. I this was is, surprised. This is a I'm gonna cry. Universe. I'm gonna fucking okay. cry. Uh, I hate men. I yeah, fucking um, hate men. Jesus Christ. Let's just say this right now. That is actually sexual assault. 100%. That was not consensual. But not consensual, yeah. No. Mm-hmm. First of all, I'm very sorry that happened to you, Jade. Uh, but there... Happened more than once, by the way. What? Yeah. It's always the Chinese parlors. They always do this. They, like, scheme this shit. What? Yeah, it happened, like, three times at different Did parlors. Did you say no ever? Or, like, were you just like, this is just how it is, maybe? I, I thought it was just how it is. Like, but I thought they you, just give you happy yeah. endings every yeah. second time I go there. Whoa. I mean, like, in the future, were you going knowing it was going to happen and you were looking forward to it? Or every time was it a surprise? Um, sometimes it was surprise. Like, they would, like, do shit to, like, get you, like, to make you feel, like, horny. Right. So. Right. And, and you didn't want that. Or I don't, you didn't well, know. At, at that point, like, I was like, I couldn't do anything about it. Like, I'm already, like, yeah. wet and, like, what the fuck? Right, 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 right. <laughs> And then you just go for it. I was like, ah. <laughs> I'm just like ah. Okay, so you're never going to another Asian in China. Parlor. Only in China. <laughs> it only happens in China. Guys, oh. We just unpacked a lot this of this. Crazy. I'm. I. I don't know. I wish I, I. I wish we were closer so that I. You know, we could uh, talk about this. But you know, I don't. Uh, I don't know. This is this is your friend. You fucking yeah. <laughs> uh, surprise. Yeah. I'm, I'm surprise really sorry that happened to you. Yeah. And yeah. if you ever want to talk about it with a rando like me, I'm ha- I'm around. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. That's really nice of you. Yeah. I think this. Uh, I think this definitely speaks to uh, Jade's like pure golden heart because, yes. uh, and it makes me even a, like a lot sadder because, uh, like from Jade's point of view, it was like it's okay because. It made her feel good and um, like she didn't necessarily do you didn't necessarily say no, but you didn't want it. So that's never OK. Something yeah. like that. We didn't ask for is it. It's never right. OK. Right, right. Um, whether it's in China or whether it's in America. Um, so after the show, we will definitely talk about this. Mm-hmm. Um Please don't be like. I want to kill that guy. I want to find him and I want to fucking murder him. Yeah. Um, Oh my god. But I think like this happens to a lot of girls in China, especially. I think it happens to a lot. Yeah, a lot. Like I feel like a lot of like girls just like get like taken advantage. Yeah, it happens in America with like girls getting like fingered when they're drunk or whatever. You know, like it's it's sexual assault is very common. But I feel like Chinese people do it very subtly and like more sneakily than they do it here. (laughs) I don't know like here, they just like on a racist, but yeah, it's probably true. Yeah, 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 yeah. for sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah, you think it happens a lot in China? I think it happens a lot in China. That's crazy because I thought, okay, when you first told that, jo- when you first told that story, I, I thought, I laughed because I thought you were joking, mm-hmm. but like, uh, because because you said this is literally like, uh, like porn. 
Yeah. Because well, I, I thought she was doing a bit or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I, I didn't know like. Because I, I, I have watched, like, one, actually one of my favorite, this is really disturbing, one of my favorite porns, porn, like, clips that I've watched that I actually bookmarked one time was that exact scenario. Because mm-hmm. I kind of like the consent, non-consent thing. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. So it's, it's kind of like hidden camera footage, but it is exactly that. It's like at a massage parlor, and there's, like, this old Asian guy, and he's massaging the girl, and he's massaging her thighs, and then he starts fingering her, and she, like, kind of doesn't want it, but eventually she wants it. Yeah. And I, I found that hot, right? Yeah. Um, and then I went back to that bookmark later, and it got taken down. And <gasps> so now I'm wondering, was that actually, like... A real? A real uh, thing? I don't think. It, uh, I think it, first of all, I think a lot of Japanese porn gets down, taken down because of like copyright okay, issues. Okay, yeah. I, oh. That that is a common thing. I mean, yeah. I don't know. It's it's interesting because I I do find those videos hot as well. Yeah. Um. But 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 I don't. It's it's interesting because it's like, you know, uh, Asakira had this really interesting post on Instagram not too long ago. She had a baby. And a lot of people ask her, you know, what are you going to do when he, when he's just a son? She says, what are you going to do when he grows up and you have to tell him that you're a porn star? Yeah. And for her, I don't remember, she did our podcast once and kind of talked about this, but like her answer was like, you know, I, I want my son to be like open sexually and I don't want sex to be like a taboo subject. And, um, you know, doing this stuff makes me feel sexy, makes me feel good. And I want him to understand that. And, and she had this message about how, like, you know, because porn is such a taboo, I think that's part of the reason why there is a lot of, like, sexual assault. Or, like, I don't want to call it assault. A lot, a lot of sexual misunderstandings between men and women, especially guys and, and women like, when they're younger. Because, yeah. uh, so, like, nobody teaches you about, like, what good sex is supposed to be. Not, like, technique buys, but, like, but, like what consent is, mm-hmm. what, like, affectionate sex is, right? Because you don't talk about that shit with your Asian parents, right? No. So... What do you do? You go on Pornhub, you're in fifth grade, you're watching Asa Akira get gangbanged, right? And she was saying, like, if your first exposure to porn was me getting gangbanged in a warehouse, then that's a fucking problem. Because that's what you think sex is, you know what I mean? And I feel like that shit, like, feeds into an 18-year-old boy's psyche. And he's like, well, this is what girls want, right? So, like, when maybe those boys watch those massage parlor things, like, this is what girls want, you know? Uh, I don't know, but, like, but uh, so I think I totally see that. But I also kind of do find it hot, and it is weird, it's like, I mean, I'm 32 now. I can sort of distinguish it. Yeah. But I wonder, like, what effect that's having on a 15-year-old horny boy, you know? Yeah, like, what if they think just, like, going to sex is, like, just they immediately go for her throat, right? There's right, actually- right. Whoa. No, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. That's actually a thing. Uh, so in Euphoria, uh, I don't know if you've watched Euphoria. I love Euphoria. Me too, Amazing right? show. There is a scene where, uh, like, the uh, this guy and this girl are having sex for the first time. and Oh, Rue, like, right? Uh, no, it wasn't Rue. It was... Uh, uh, was it Cassie? Cat? No, it was it was the blonde girl and then McKay, the the football player. Oh, and that's like, right. Cause right, that's right, that's yeah. right. Yeah. And then he pushes <clears throat> her on the bed and he starts like he chokes her and he just starts having sex with her. She's like, no, stop, stop. And he was like, wait, what? What? I thought that's what you wanted yeah, because that's yeah. what I saw in porn. She yeah. was like, no. Yeah. You know. So. I th- but like she was brave enough to say no, yeah. stop. Where yeah. I think a lot of girls don't have that. You know, they don't know what's going on or they can't always say that, you know. Also, I think it's interesting. I think um, maybe different people, like maybe what is traumatic. Okay, obviously in general, something like that. Non-consent is never okay, but like maybe different people like have different degrees of like being accepting of it. Like maybe because you are actually into it, having a stranger do that to you, not like doing a stranger doing that to you wasn't as damaging. I don't know. 
maybe that's why I feel like I have like really high walls too. So uh-huh. my walls are like fucking like my emotional walls are very fucking high. So maybe what does that it's because of that. That, it's high? that means I like I don't like let people in easily. Okay. Like so when did- I go deep, like all that stuff. Like I don't mm-hmm. let people like see like the like my real like emotions. Yeah. So yeah. I hide I my emotions yeah. a lot. Behind laughter. Yes. Like a real comedian. I do that too. Yeah, you are a comedian. You should do stand up. I'm not gonna write for you, but you should fucking Maybe you'll write for no, me. No, but you have like you have that thing comedians do. We the like, trauma. I mean, we use comedy as a, as a shield yeah. for all things because we've like, I mean, shit. Like, I didn't. That didn't happen to me. But there's like a lot of like weird shit that happened to me. I call it the racist ratatouille flashback. Have you seen ratatouille? Yes. You know yeah. when he eats the ratatouille and he's got a flashback. Yeah. To, right. So I call it the racist ratatouille <laughs> flashback because so many times in my adult life I'll just be like brushing my teeth or something and I'll, something will remind me of something like really bad that happened to me when I was a kid. But at the time, I was like, it's fine. Like, for example, like, when I was in high school, my friends had me in their phone. My, so my full name is Masafumi. That's my first name, Masafumi Abe. They had me in their phones as Masa Ching Chong. <gasps> and what? they were like, oh, it's funny. And I was like, yeah, it's funny. And like, it, I just, I didn't, I was like, no, it's fine. You know, it's fine. Yeah. And then when I was like 31, I was like brushing my teeth and I, was, I just started crying. I was like, what? No. I was like, what the fuck was that? They were my friends. They're my fucking oh my friends. God, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like, I'm not saying that that's what your story is, but there's so many things that happened when I was younger where I was like, that is fine. I feel fine. I'm great. But then like, it really wasn't okay, you know? And, and I didn't think I was scarred. Uh, but maybe I just wasn't, um, I was ignoring it. You know what I'm saying? You so hadn't like, processed it. Yes. Yeah, so again, I'm not telling you yeah. how to feel or what it is, but I think it could be helpful to like talk to, hey, talk to her about it. Talk yeah. to your bestie about it. Mm-hmm. You know, talk to a therapist if you, you know, if you've got resources. But yeah, I think you're great. You got a great energy. Aww. We're vibing. <laughs> yeah, we vibing. I, I, I care yeah, about yeah, you. We all vibing. Yeah. I appreciate yeah. that. We back. We back. Okay. We back. So that was, that was a very, I think that was a very deep, but, uh, educational little uh surprising bit that we did and we'll definitely i think it's definitely something that we can unpack some more maybe ourselves in an episode mm-hmm. uh without a guest um but i want to move on to something a little bit lighter yeah let's <laughs> a, little, do it. a little bit lighter <laughs> let's do it. and if it gets deeper again we can go there yeah, we can yeah, always yeah. go there let's right do let's do it yeah okay uh we d- i am curious about your dating experience we talked a little bit about it before but can you give us just like a brief rundown yeah, I mean, I've had, like, various f- stages and phases. So, like, mm-hmm. I guess, uh, I mean, like, I guess when I was, like, in high school and shit, like, it was obviously difficult. I, I grew up in Ohio. BTS was not around, you know? Like, <laughs> Asian guys were not cool. Like, I was very, you know, insecure. So, like, nothing happened. Well, I did get one hand job. Uh, what? So that was cool. Nice. But, you know, this all, okay, I'm going to start here. This, this, you know, sex to me. I know sex, haha, funny. But I think sex for straight Asian guys, um, it's a, it's a really like, it's part, it's like an identity journey because Mm -hmm. you have to learn how to like respect yourself sexually, if that makes sense. And it's so important to, I guess what I'm saying is like, when you grow up, because I, I, I'm 32, right? So I know, I know Gen Z Asian kids are like fucking like there's no tomorrow right now because everybody's fucking hot now or whatever. They get the haircut or whatever. (laughs) It was not like that when I was in high school. Mm. And I think you sort of devalue yourself sexually. And what, and what I mean by that is like, you feel like people don't see you as a person and that hurts, right? Mm -hmm. And all, it it affects the other part of your life. Even though you're just like, "Mm, she didn't give me a blowjob or whatever, you know? But it it affects your other part of your life. And I remember (laughs) the first giant job I ever got was from this like, Girl, she was from, um, I forget where she was. She was from like some, she was legit from an African country. 
Uh-huh. Uh, she was going to exchange student or something. Okay. And she was really pretty. And um, she gave me a hand job at a party. And that was the first time I felt attractive. You know? It was just like, oh, she sees me like... Because she doesn't have a fucking Asian fetish. They got no Asian people down there. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, she just... We were like... We had like a math class together. She was like really smart. We had a math class together. We were flirting and it happened. And yes, it was just a hand job, but it like... <laughs> it meant so much more to me than a hand job. Yeah. You know, it was just like, it was like the first time like I felt like desired and it felt like really good. And I wanted to like chase that feeling for, you know, in college and stuff. But like, obviously with the apps and stuff, everybody has a story. It's, it's difficult as an Asian dude. Nobody's fucking swiping right on me. Yeah. Um, I swipe right on you. I, oh, I, I would so much. If it makes, you. Yeah, I would. But you know, it's 2022. Things are different. True. You know? Yeah. Pre, like this yes, is pre crazy Asians. I got. Yeah. I cannot stress this enough. Okay, it was it was rough out there, uh, but like, but then I like I, I started dating this girl in college. I guess shortly after college when I was twenty four. So and I've been with her this whole time. So like since twenty four, I've been just kind of with her. Mm-hmm. So it's been sort of like monogamous for the most part. Um, so that's sort of like how it started. Now during the quarantine, like her and I, we broke up for a little bit and I started dating around. And honestly, that I was like 31 years old. That is the first time I actually like went on real dates on apps and like met, you know, hooked up with people and stuff like that, like randos, one night stands. So like, this feels so weird to say, but like I never really dated, dated until I was like 31. Wow. Yeah, yeah. How was it like with randos? Um, I loved it. I mean, hey, I'm a Scorpio, shouts, um, <laughs> horny as hell. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So like it was, it was so liberating and it was so cool to be like because i just feel like i never thought i could just have sex you know i I felt like it was very difficult for me to yeah do that Uh but hey times have changed you know what i'm saying times have changed and it was like a lot easier and the dates were fun i went on dates with all kinds of girls uh and it was uh it was fucking it was fucking great you like know? you're peak you're like you're peaking right now like this is this is I'm your peaking time right now. to shine and also i don't know if you guys feel this way but i feel like um every time i have sex i feel like i learn more about myself like the way i feel afterwards or the uh. way i feel like i handle the situation um does that make like sense? like your sex or like how how you feel emotionally emotionally like how i felt like your self-worth um, not the self-worth, but I think like in the beginning I was like, cool, I'm having sex with a bunch of women. Like this is, I've never done this before. This is so fun. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. then like, I mean, this is probably something you felt when you were like, I don't know, 20 cause you're probably having sex <laughs> before I was. But like after a while, just like, well, you know, like sex isn't like everything, you know? I don't know. I just felt like I, I, I wasn't less horny, but like before I was like, I just want to fuck. I just want to fuck. And now I'm just like more mellow about it, you know? And I feel I've matured sexually in that way. Yeah. And, and I like that because before I think I was just like always trying to fuck somebody, you know, and uh, now I'm just like, I don't need it. You're mellowed I, out now. I don't need it. You know, we could just have a boba and talk about like the office or something. And, and that's cool, too. You know? Yeah, I feel like kind of on a similar vein. So for me, when I was younger, I did want to have sex more with more random people because I felt like it did kind of make me feel like I was more wanted. Yeah. I did have like confidence issues when I was younger. Yeah. Um, I, I definitely didn't have my glow up until a couple years ago. Glow up. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I was I was like I had like a bowl cut until I was like 19. I was like really gross. Um, but so when I was when I was younger, I definitely wanted to have sex with a lot more people. But now as I'm older, I feel like it's not worth it for me to have one night stands because I don't feel I, 
because for girls, it's more of a mental thing. Like I have to be really, really comfortable in order to come in mm. order to yeah, orgasm. Yeah. So that's not going to happen on a one night stand. Yeah. So I don't want to go to mama lion, bring some random guy home, have to fake an orgasm right. and then like maybe have like uncomfortable coffee with him in the morning just to never see him again. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah. for me, it's like, I got to find someone that I'm actually compatible with. Cause unless like, unless there's in something in it for me. I just don't want to go home with you. For sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I just want to cuddle. You want to cuddle? I just want to cuddle. You cuddle with with, would you cuddle with someone? And what? <laughs> Jade, would you bring someone home a one night stand and like talk all sexy to them and then just be like, okay, let's just cuddle, get them all horny and shit, and be like, actually, I brought you home to cuddle. <laughs> I'd be so fucking the biggest blue balls. <laughs> yeah, ever. damn. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's cool. But um, so you're dating right now in a relationship. I, I'm in an open relationship. An open relationship. So, Ooh, so how does that but it's work? Long distance. That's why we're sort of doing. It. Oh. How long? How long distance? Uh, well, how many distances? Oh, how many distances? How many? Oh shit, that's hard. Oh, shit, that's a very yeah. long distance. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, like, I don't do the apps or anything. For me, it's just like because I do stand up a lot, and so I'm always out doing shows and stuff. So if I meet somebody after a show, or if I meet somebody at a party, and something happens, um, I don't have to feel guilty about doing that. You know. How did you yeah. bring up the open? How did you persuade her to do an open relationship? Honestly, like, I think that um, I'm just like a very sexual person, just in general, like just right off the bat. Mm -hmm. And um, I think it's like that combined with the fact that like I didn't really get to do a lot of the stuff when I was younger, mm -hmm. combined with the fact that like, you know, I've always I like I've never like dated an Asian girl before, so I really like that. That was like really important to me that I did that. Whether it's a one night stand or like whatever, maybe it's just coffee, whatever it is. Like, uh, that you slept with an Asian girl, not necessarily slept, like slept too, but also just kind of like being intimate in uh. whatever way that word means. That, that was like really in important to me, okay, as an Asian person. I feel like I deserve to know what that is you like, deserve, you do. no, for real. Like, no, I feel do. like it makes me a whole person. Like, I don't, I don't want to be not that there's anything wrong with not doing that or whatever, but yeah. like, look, I, I like when I was in high school, like I went through the whole phase where I didn't want to be Asian and like I pretended mm. like I didn't always stick up for my other Asian friends who were getting picked on by their white friends because I was like, I'm not like them. I had a phase like that. I repented. I was like, I wish I never did that. That was so ugly of me. And I went through this whole phase with my comedy and just life where I was like reading a bunch of Asian American literature. And I'm like, this is what the fuck I'm about. You know, like I, I'm always repping, like I'm very proud. And, and so, so this is like very important to me that, uh, that I let myself have this, you know? Even though it sounds so fucking stupid, like and I'm just like I just want a fucking Asian girl, but that's it's important to me. Sex yeah. is important to me, you yeah. know. So I kind of like I kind of like pitched it like that, and <laughs> you know. But my girlfriend like is you know it's like as long as like we're sort of stable, like she's my primary partner, and she she feels like she's loved, and all her needs are being met. Like it yeah. doesn't really bother her that I'm being physical with other people. Um, so we actually did it in New York for a little bit and now oh. we're doing it again in, in, in LA cause you know, I've, I moved here a couple months ago. Is she sleeping with other people right now? Um, she can, I don't think she has, but if we do anything, we tell each other. Oh, so yeah. Why don't, why don't you think she has though? Oh, cause she hasn't told me. Oh, oh, oh why don't, why don't, cause she, it's, she, she hasn't told So like, she's very sexual, but like only to, to me. To you. Yeah. Mm, okay. But like wow. that's, Loyal. but that's just, but like, it's not me. It's like whoever her primary man is, I think. Because she's just not, she doesn't, I know it's hard to believe for someone like me, but like she just doesn't, I guess there's some people who are just like, I don't need to have sex with other people. Like that doesn't do anything for me. Kind of like what you oh, said about, okay. I can't orgasm until I'm comfortable. Yeah. It's probably like that where it's like, I can't really, I don't get what you get from fucking random people. But if I were her, I would be doing it just because you're doing it. Because I'm petty like that. Yeah, I mean, that's what oh. I'm saying. So I, I, 
No, but absolutely. If in that and situation, I, and I, I'd actually be fucking. And I, and I think that's why like open relationships are not for everybody. It's <laughs> not. It's not healthy for everybody. You know. Yeah, I get. Yeah. I get jealous so easily, so I could never do open relationships. Yeah. Like, and if he was hard. fucking, you'd for sure be fucking. Yeah. Yeah. Every, yeah. yeah. <laughs> for sure. I mean, she's very pretty. She can fuck anybody she wants, but like, yeah. you know, it's. Uh, but she's like loyal to you, maybe because you make her come a lot. Do you make her come <laughs> a lot? Are you make her come a lot? Like how many times? I mean, how many times? Like percentage wise. Yeah. If you were to put it in numbers, yeah, like Asian. if you have sex ten times, how many times will make you come? Mm-hmm. Like nine, probably. That's great. That's, well, that's really great. Odds. But you know what? Let me. I don't want to give myself too much credit. Like she's one of those girls who like. You know how there are girls who just come easily. Yeah. yeah. I think she's like that. Ah. Uh, oh, catch yourself. Like and like on her no. or like. I think my dick is weird in a way. That's like. <laughs> Um, like how weird is the it's curve? Not, it's not huge, but it's like angled, and and I didn't know this until oh, I. I know geez. this type of dick. So so I didn't know this until I started <laughs> sleeping around. I've had like, and again, not like everybody, and I don't know if this is true. It's only like three women have told me like, oh, you have like this type of dick that like feels good from this angle, and you just have to stiff. <laughs> it's just Curved like up or one down. time yeah. this one girl was just off? like she was just like just just stay here, and <laughs> she just. She just came from just the angle. Curved up or down? Curved up or it's down? Up. It's, it's up. Like oh, so, so it's good at missionary. It's, it's yes, but, but mi- like, oh. I, it's, I, like doggy's hard for me because it like goes up. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, okay, but, but missionary is good. Been, yeah, but missionary is good. I mean, I like I like doggy, but like uh, uh, I think missionary feels good for the other person just because. Uh, but then again, I think there are guys whose dicks are like this and doggy yeah. must feel good for them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I used to be with a guy with a dick like this and just we just always do doggy and doggy feels amazing but I would Singaporean guys yeah Singaporean guys have the down ones and I feel like (laughs) Singaporean guys have down they do and then maybe Japanese guys I think I think this is so funny this is Asian Def Jam comedy where people are like you know Singaporean dicks Singaporean dicks they be going down but there's a reason there's a reason why it's down because their culture is very conservative so they always tuck their dicks like in their pants down to like hide it so that's why it's curved downwards. When your dick is in your pants, it's already hidden. What do you mean? They're no, like hiding. they tuck it down in, like into their boxers. Oh, so, so it's, it's like it's, it's like, like under it's them. It's usually like this. So that's yeah. it's grown curved like that. Is yeah. that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. So that's why Singaporean Jade, dicks are like that. This is a <laughs> crazy theory and and I, wa- and I hope it's true. It's true. That's, true. I've seen The government is behind the curved Singaporean dicks. Yeah. That's that's your conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then Catch Korean. Joe Rogan next week. <laughs> Um, that's amazing. That's yeah. such a fun. I've never heard that stereotype, and I'm gonna tell everybody because that's so fucking funny. Yeah. You Singaporean, you got a curvy ass dick. Yeah, a curved dick. You're good in doggy. Hey, you're do- good. <laughs> <laughs> if we have no. any Singaporean guys watching our show, please let us know in our DMs and our comments. Either confirm or deny. We would love to hear. Yeah. Well, like the my a lot of my fan base is from Singapore, so like the dick rates I get, all their dicks are like the that's same. So that's fucking funny. So that's why it's confirmed. So oh wait, wait. God, it is I'm confirmed. sorry. They're, they're sending you hard dicks. Yeah, hard yeah, dicks. Yeah. And their hard dicks. I've never seen down. a hard dick that curves out. I've seen this, but like. I like mean, this. I could show you a picture later. I don't want, well, yeah. that means it's pretty big, right? Because it's like. No, it doesn't have to necessarily be. It's big. like it's like subtle. It's like subtly curved. It's like this. Yeah. Oh, you know what like I mean. It's not like this. It's not like It's like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. That's nice. That's great. Yeah. yeah. And what then yours is the opposite. Yours is like this, yeah. right? Yeah. Mine. Well, at the default, it's always just kind of like this. And so when I get a boner, it goes like this. And I, you know what? I remember in like middle school, like changing the locker room, and I remember thinking like, oh, everybody's gonna think I have a boner because my dick default is already like kind of like this. Oh. You know. Yeah. But I remember in the locker room, I'd see everybody else. 
Melissa's dicks and it was like completely down. Six o'clock. It was completely down. Oh, wow. So your dick doesn't hang like normal. It does hang, but it's like, it it's still like, kind of jets. Oh, it hangs like this. Your balls are, does it like lay on your balls though? Like maybe your balls are bigger, so it just rests maybe, on your balls just like, that. like yeah. It's chilling. <laughs> it looks comfy for sure, but like it just, it's not like, I, I guess when I, when I first saw my friend's dicks, my first thought was that looks dead because it was just so yeah. strange. There's no life. My dick is full of life. You know, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So that's your what I like dick to tell tells people. Stories. Yeah, people are like, "Is your dick big?" It's full of life. Oh. I can't answer that question. It's full of life. I love yeah. it. We need more curved dicks in our world. Yeah, I yeah. think it's a good thing. Curved, yeah, yeah. There we go. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was like, "An ask again." Fuck. This is just. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, do you have any like as far as your open relationship goes? Yeah. Um, are there like boundaries that you guys have set as far as like, okay, you can fuck girls, but like you can't take them out on like a first date or a second date or like you can't kiss them on the mouth or, or I don't know. Oh, uh, well, like no bringing anyone home. Oh, you have to do at a hotel or their um, place? Well, like, oh, I live in a different apartment now, so I, I can do that. But like in New York when we live together. Oh, right. Okay. And that makes sense because mm-hmm. that's our bad. Um, no, like mutual friends, obviously. Ah, okay. Um, and then, you know, it's with open relationships, you reassess every day. So it's like, Sometimes we close it, you know, like if I'm visiting her in New York, I'm not going to do that because I don't see her much anymore. Right. So it yeah. doesn't make sense to like visit her for a week while I'm trying to fuck other people, you know, that's yeah. like kind of like I'm not putting her at the number one priority. So yeah. it's like flexible. So there's those are some of the, the limits. I mean, I think multiple dates. Um, I, I'm sure like I'm sure if I if I saw somebody like every other day, she'd be like, what's happening? You know, mm-hmm. but like. But for me, it's like more convenient because like once you're like once we establish that we're kind of like fuck buddies, then it's a little bit easier to just kind of like, kind of like DM and be like, "What are you doing?" You know. Um, but, but but like I'm very transparent, so like literally they come over and like a picture of my girlfriend is on the wall. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't hide anything. I'm like they they already know what they're getting. You know. Huh. Yeah. Are you gonna end up marrying this girl? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Wow. This is your one. This is the one. I th- yeah, I think so. Okay. You know? I think there are many ones, but like I've decided to like build my life with this person. What, it, what happens if you meet another one? Yeah, that's what I'm In wondering. In this open like, relationship, yeah, yeah. you know? What happens if you fall in love accidentally? <laughs> Here's the thing. I always wondered that in my 20s, but like I in my 30s, like I just don't know something like that could happen because like, uh, how long have are you, do you have a boyfriend or are you with a partner? Uh, No. Okay, are you, are you, do you? No, I'm single. Single okay. as fuck. But like, have you guys ever been with like in a committed relationship? Yeah, yeah. when I was uh, younger. Yeah. And how long? How long did that last? Uh, like three years. Yeah, me okay. too. Yeah. So like, I feel I don't. I think it's like a combination of us being together for like eight years plus. I'm older now, but like, uh, I just feel like there's just. I don't care how hot you are or her interest. I mean, obviously, I have like crushes on people, you know, but to like really build a life with somebody to really like fall in love with somebody uh in a healthy way not not infatuation but in a healthy way takes a lot of time and arguments and like growth Mm -hmm. it's not it's not i i for me it's not something that can happen instantly so like it's physically impossible for me to fall completely in love with another woman uh just because we're having sex every once in a while it's like literally impossible like i would have to like go multiple dates with you and like really talk about a lot of shit together go on vacation with you fight about stuff like all these things would equal like a a, a stable relationship you know so like that that's why we can do this open thing because i and her i don't we don't believe that like brad pitt could fuck my girl and i i I know she would not leave me you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like 
but I feel like that's the level you have to be at sort of to do something like this because it's like all trust and honesty based, you know? So it takes a lot. You're saying like it would take a lot for you to fall in love and you just don't think that like you're emotionally available to do that at all because you have that other girl? Yeah, because of my sort of my primary, primary partner. partner. And, and also not looking for something like that. But I mean, I don't know. That's, that's sort of my philosophy with it. it it's just like, right. yes, I have crushes on girls all the time, you know? Mm-hmm. But like... I think when you're younger, you you misinterpret crush as like, oh, I'm like in love with this boy or whatever. I'm in love with this girl, you know. But like, when you're like, when you get older, you're just like, it's a, it's a fucking crush. Am I am I really gonna do all this, sh- put in all this time to, you know what I mean? Like, unless that's what you're looking for, specifically, uh, you know. That's I don't. That's how I feel. What do you guys think about that? I used to think that I could be in like an open relationship, but. Uh, I don't think I this is how ideally I would picture it in my head. If I was in an open relationship, my significant other could hook up with other people, but there could be no context to the hooking up. Like basically, she would have to just like trip and fall on his dick. He'd get off, <laughs> kick her out, kick her out, never talk to her again, and like never like don't hold her hand, don't no rapport, no talking mm, or anything, because that mm. shit would make me jealous. Or we could have like threesomes and stuff. Yeah, but like yeah. the the emotional aspect of like him, like even like having her over, having some type of rapport with her, pouring her a drink, I'd want to fucking kill him for that. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But just yeah. the sex itself, just the primal, like, dick in vagina, getting, like, nutting on her face, that doesn't bother me. But everything else <laughs> involved in it bothers me. Yeah. But you know, it's like, I see what you're saying, but, like, that's very rare. You, you know what I mean? Like, you can't, like, it's very disrespectful to go up to a girl and be like, let me nut on your face. You know, like, you have to whine and well, dine her. Like, a, you have to play the game a little bit, you know, to be like, well, I'm putting in the hours. We're going to fuck later. Here's a drink. Or then, or like, maybe he could just fuck an escort where he pays her yeah. to well, come, that's, that's fuck a completely her, different and thing. then leave. Yeah. yeah I, that, think that's, that, I think that's a different and perhaps a cleaner right? know, yeah. thing because yeah. there's no context. Yeah. What yeah. about you? Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I could ever like open relationship wise and fucking wise. I get jealous like way too easily. I think maybe I'm a little possessive. I find. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So man. So I was dating this guy and he had. He was like playing with these kids, and I got so jealous because he was giving attention to the kids and not me. Whoa. So I was like mad. I was like mad upset that day because I was jealous of some little kids. Jade starts age regressing yep. to match the Whoa. energy of the so kids. So I was like acting she- like a child too. I was like yo. What the you want a hug too but like you guys are in LA I feel like I'm sure you've gone on dates with people or hooked up with people who are like in an open thing or poly or whatever I, feel like I, can't, man. I can't I can't I've, I've met people that are in like we actually had a poly couple on the podcast mm-hmm, a mm-hmm. couple weeks ago and it was a really interesting dynamic but I have never been I have never knowingly dated someone in an open relationship um One time I had this really weird, like I almost met up with a couple on Tinder because they were looking for like, because I I, I kind of wanted to have the experience of a threesome, but I chickened out last minute. Mm, mm, Um, Yeah, I remember That's okay. I flaked last minute. But I've never knowingly been like that, the other girl in a, in a, like an open Mm. situation. Hey, would you be the other girl though? Not the, not the girl, not the primary, but would you be the other girl that he's seeing? That's what but I'm what's saying. in it for me? No, if, if you met a cute guy at a bar and you guys were like, you're like, oh, we're gonna fuck, and then he tells you, oh, I'm in an open relationship, I have a girlfriend. 
would you still? I would catch feelings if I ended up fucking him if I liked him, so I wouldn't do it because I would. Mm. I catch feelings so easily, and you would try to take him away from the the. Yes, I would try to take him away. Yeah, yeah, like you're mine. Like, no, but that's good that you know that you know, so you can kind of like stop yourself. I think that's like so mature. Yeah, Yeah. so mature sometimes. So mature. I'm not mature at all. Nice. Yeah. Um, well, I'm glad that you found the one. Um, I can't believe I said that on this podcast. That's crazy. Congrats. Yeah, this, this is basically a marriage propo- proposal. <laughs> I want to find Let's the one talk. too. Good for uh, you. Yeah, yeah. Wow. We will. Yeah. We will, Jay. Right, we will. You guys are great. You guys are great. Yeah. Uh, so lastly, I want to talk uh, more about your podcast, Asian Not Asian, because that's like, that's where, okay, so I originally found you through the Rice to Meet You pod when you right, we were on right. Nigel Long and yes. Evelyn Walk's podcast. Yes. And then, I fo- and then I found your podcast. And I thought that when, when we did our pre-interview, I initially thought that your whole thing was like like subtle Asian traits type of mm. content, right? Yeah. But you kind of, but the way you explained it to me was like a little bit different, so. Well, I think things are evolving and whatever, but like. Uh, when we first started, we called Asian that Asian and our tagline is like, it's two Asian guys not from America talking about American issues no American cares about. Yeah. And we started because Mike, my co-host, is a very funny comedian. He's from, he's from LA. He's from Orange County. Okay. And that's where he grew up. He's Vietnamese. Uh, that is his sort of Asian American identity. Mm-hmm. He grew up around a lot of Asian people. He grew up eating Vietnamese food. Very comfortable being who he is. I'm, I'm from Japan. I grew up in Ohio. I moved there when I was eight. I went to school in New York. So I moved there when I was 18. That's sort of my story. And, and so we always, we would always have these conversations about like, you know, he'd be like, just like, what is people? Cause when you do comedy and you are Asian, a lot of people go, man, like, oh man, you're so Asian or whatever. And we're just like, what does that even really mean? And like, cause I think that means something different to him than it does to me. And so that's what the podcast is about is like Asian, not Asian kind of like, are you Asian or not Asian? Is this Asian or not Asian? And the answer is that there's no real definition. They're just all, tor- all sorts of kinds of Asian, you know? That's yeah. sort of like, you know, we always ask each other at the top of the podcast, we say, what kind of Asian were you this week? And we're not asking if you're like <laughs> half Chinese. We're asking like, oh, this week I was like, you know, I was like a therapy Asian because I saw a therapist and did that. Or like this week uh, I was like an anal oh, Asian because cool. I tried anal. You know what I mean? Like, there's like, because, and, and it's a joke. It's a joke on like when people ask you what kind of Asian you are, they're, yeah. they want to know if you're Chinese. But it's like a joke on that because like it doesn't even really matter because there's so many types of Asian people in this country doing all kinds of different things and it's really fucking cool. And like, we just kind of wanted to highlight that like, it's not just doctors and lawyers. Yeah. And also, and I think, you know, because we're both comics, the subtle Asian traits Facebook group blew up. That shit is very Mike's type of humor where it's like, oh, like, what what type of the bubble tea are you or whatever? Yeah, or you're like, yeah. oh, like, this is your mom before she brings you to Kumon or whatever the fuck it is. Mm-hmm. And like, that's very Mike. That's very Asian American. Uh, that's not been my experience. Like, my mom never pressured me to be a doctor or anything. My mom is blue collar. She didn't even go to college. My dad always thought he's an engineer. He always thought I was too dumb to be a doctor. So like I studied music in college. Like there was no pressure for me to do anything like that. Now there are a lot of other issues. Like my dad was never home and I don't like necessarily like love the way he sort of like treated my mom and stuff like that. So Uh there are some commonalities there in terms of like Asian male toxicity, but like the, the stereotypical like, Oh, Asians love math. And like you did this and you have to be a doctor and you play the violin. Like none of that shit. I played drums, you know, I played trumpet. I, I loved music. I didn't play any of those instruments. And so like, my parents sort of like let me be whoever I wanted to be sort of like within the confines of Ohio. So like I, I have, 
I, I used to get very emotional when I would see things being tagged as like Asian comedy. And it's like, you know, it's like jokes about like uh, how your grandparents want, how your parents like don't want you to date anybody, but then all of a sudden wants you to have grandkids or whatever, you know? Yeah. I think a lot of that's really relatable to a lot of Asian American kids, but yeah. it's just, it, that's just not my reality. And I always, I always felt so out of place because I was like, oh, I thought I was like Asian, but I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And then I go to like the white people and I'm like, I don't, this isn't me either. And I go to the black comedians and I'm like, that's not me either, really. Like there's, there's parts of me in all those branches. Yeah. And so the podcast Asian Not Asian came from that sentiment where it's like, where do I belong? Yeah, yeah, that's that's really, really interesting because you're right. Like there are there's like Asian comedy, which is like, oh, look, my parents left vitamins on the counter. Very relatable. You know, yeah, yeah. this is, you know, the, the dating thing. But like there you do fall into the, like it sounds like you fall into that category of Asian where it's like you really don't fit. Like, right, right. You don't fit with the the Asian Americans. We don't fit with the Americans. But like, I think there are there's def. I feel like there are people that can relate to your experience too, especially oh, since sure. you're from the Midwest, right? Right, right. Um, yeah, I would say like my closest Asian American friends are like from the Midwest just because like we both bond about bonfires or whatever the fuck you know like we talk about like Christian punk rock music and stuff. are they also Asian not Asian like you I think like, so literally Asian not Asian I think yeah like they, it's just like we're just different man it's it's like we're not so like I don't know how to describe it I think we're like we, we want to be Asian. We want to call ourselves Asian American. You're Asian. We, I, and we can say that, but it's like <laughs> when we meet someone from like San Francisco, it's like, oh, I guess I'm not. I don't know. You know, like yeah. I feel people out here like Asian American is like bubble tea, EDM festivals, <laughs> Molly, you drive an Acura Integra. Uh, yep. And you know, like we didn't, I didn't do that. I drove a Volkswagen. You know, <laughs> like it's like, it's just not the same. And so, yeah, I think that's the kind of thing that we try to, you know, for example, like subtle Asian whatever t- uh, traits is yeah. like, very it's very like to me it's i call it level one asian comedy which is it's very easy to understand mm. uh very very like basic thought right like my mom hit me or like these are the weapons my mom uses to hit me and it's like a different type of slippers and it's like yeah. okay we get the joke <laughs> what i love is asian level two three four five jokes which for example you were like earlier singaporeans have curved dicks that is a hilarious stereotype that no one's ever heard before and i'm more i'm really interested in that right uh-huh. to me that's way more interesting than someone being like what the, what your favorite boba flavor says about you i don't give a fuck about that that's like okay cool it's a meme i get it okay ha ha, ha. Yeah. what you said way more interesting to me that speaks way more to me because it's like because I don't know what you're talking about, but that is so interesting to me because I have like a similar thing about Asian kids in Ohio or whatever. That's like really specific that nobody else would know about. But I think it's interesting because it is it is a culture. It is a microculture. Um, so that's the kind of shit that we talk about, you know? Yeah. Jade, you're already like you're already on level two, three. Not that's bad. what I'm saying. I like, this is my Asian I, I, like, yeah, for yeah. sure. Like Yo. that's I I love that. I love that shit. Ghostwrite that, that one for and me. And that's that's the kind of shit that I want to see more. I think you know. Even it's so funny because like on like fucking these Gen Z kids on TikTok, they like shit on millennials because like millennials are so problematic or whatever. Yeah, but then like you watch these TikToks and these Asian Gen Z kids are literally just making fun of their parents' Asian accents, you know? And it's like, you're doing the same thing comedians did in the 80s, right? Like, to me, that's not progressive at all. So like, I think, but I think it's because on TikTok and the internet, like that basic shit, that shit goes well because it's easy to understand, you know? But like, I'm not interested in that. That's not funny to me because it's like, it's been done a million times. But I have never heard a joke about (laughs) <laughs> why Singaporean guys have curved dicks. I have not heard one joke and I can't wait to hear one, you know? 
Well, write it. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll write some notes <laughs> yeah, together, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, thank you so much for coming on our podcast. Thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. Yeah, I'm we so had so much fun with you. Yeah. Um, we talked about a lot of stuff. Uh, I want to just close the episode um, uh, so you can plug in like your socials, your podcast and everything so people know where to find you. Hell yeah. Uh, you can find me on all the platforms at the Fumiabe. That's T-H-E-F-U-M-I-A-B-E. I also have a podcast with my buddy Mike Nguyen called Asian Not Asian. Available on all the platforms. We're also on Instagram and TikTok, so check us out. And uh, I do stand up all over LA, so... Just follow my Instagram. I post shows on there. So would love to see you, fuck fam. Fuck fam. Yeah. fam. Welcome to the fuck fam. Man. We'll definitely check out your shows. We definitely want to. And maybe uh, we'll we'll help Jade. Oh, when's this coming out, actually? Uh, this will be out in probably uh, two weeks. Two, two or three weeks. weeks. Okay. We have a couple I think episodes lined there's up. Enough. On February 26th, that's a Saturday at 8 o'clock, uh, I'm producing a show at the Airliner in Lincoln Heights. Oh. So if you want to come see me and a bunch of other Asian comedians do level two, three, five comedy. Yeah. Come through dog. Let's it's called go. Hack City. Let's all go. Just yeah. go to fumiabe.com for tickets. Yes. Yay. Awesome. Awesome. Great. Well, thank you so much for joining us this time. Fuck fam. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Fuck fam. Mwah.